0: Welcome to On Texas Football, I'm Bobby Burton, joined today uh, by state championship head coach uh, of the Lamar Cougars back in the day. Uh, I think he was at four or five other head coaching stops throughout his career before he hung up his whistle. Uh, Brian Irwin, uh, Brian, uh, uh, a uh, friend of mine from, it's been 25 plus years since we were at Texas together, he was a student assistant at, for the football team, then went on to a long coaching career, not only uh, some in the college ranks, but also uh, in the high school ranks. Very, very, uh, successful there. Uh, Brian was at the, uh, sc- or at the practice on Tuesday. Uh, we sat together and I promised, uh, he said he would definitely get on this week and talk to me, uh, tell, talk about what he saw this weekend. Uh, Brian, uh, thanks for joining us, bud. You bet. Thank you, Bobby. Yep. Um, Hey Brian, I just want to go ahead and get straight to the, to the chase here. What were your overall thoughts on practice?
1: I like the way they practice hard. Uh, the, they're they're competing they're practicing uh, you can tell it's still got that camp feel because it's all about reps right now reps conditioning yeah they're looking for execution at the same time but you're not going to get real 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 high ex- execution while you're trying to attain all the all the reps that they're trying to get because it's just a combination of conditioning reps combined with that execution so um when, when you're repping that many reps, seven on seven, one on one, inside hall, team, situational stuff. The execution is not going to be as clean as you or I or the or the, or the fan would like it, uh, because right now it's all about reps and conditioning. So uh, they got to accomplish what they want to accomplish. Uh, they're competing like crazy, um, and I and I and I love that. You know, you look at—I don't know the number, but you look at. How many how many passes did each you know of the top two quarterbacks throw, right? How many how many times was Xavier targeted or Brennan th- Thompson targeted throughout the night? with his one on one, seven on sevens, team stuff. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I would guess each quarterback threw seventy five to one hundred passes, and that's not including warm ups and, and drill work. So you know, you, you're going to throw some interceptions. You're going to have some drop balls. It's going to happen. You're repping, you're getting in shape and, uh, and then you, you're trying to improve your execution through reps, uh, through coaching on the field. And, and then also obviously through video after practice.
0: Yeah. I, I think that that's, that's interesting to me. You know, we, we watched them on Tuesday together. And one of the things I, I know you wanted to talk about is Sark, uh, obviously over the weekend lost three players, Uh, two starters for sure for the season and Isaiah Naor, the big wide receiver that I know you were a huge fan of uh, because what he could do on the outside. And then also junior Anglau, a a, would have been a fourth year starter at offensive guard. Um, Managing crisis is something you wanted to talk about that you think uh, Sark came out of that and had to deal with early this Mm -hmm. week. What what were your thoughts on that and really what what you wanted to share?
1: My thoughts are, Every season, uh, you know, and especially every great team that, that we had and every great team that, that's come through, uh, they're having to deal with crisis. They're having to deal with with bad things, whether it's injuries, suspensions, uh, drama on or off the field. Uh, you just got to deal with that. And sometimes the the more serious the crisis uh, and the better you handle it the, and how you respond to it, that that just elevates the team. Uh, that much higher. So I, I really believe a championship football team needs crisis. They need to respond to it, and they need to overcome it. No football team is going to go through a football season unscathed, whether it's injuries, whether it's suspensions, drama on and off the field. Um, it, it comes down to the leadership the head coach, leadership of the coaches, leadership of the players, and how they respond to that and overcome it.
0: Um, overall, your thoughts on the development of the program thus far? start from what you saw in the spring uh, up until now.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. I, I, I like what I see. You know, we're highly competitive. Practice is, is uh, looks like it's on a whole nother level, the way the guys are competing. Uh, there's there's more depth. Are we as deep as we need to be? No. But are we deeper than we were last year? Do we have more options uh, this year uh, than we did last year? Yes. Um, I, I just think the talent level's better. I think the depth's better, and that's going to do nothing but improve. Uh, you look at the trajectory of of recruiting, of, of how hard the guys are practicing, what the guys are saying in the media, you know, they're all saying the same thing. They've got the same message. Uh, it looks like to me this is a cohesive group. It's an enthused group. They like each other. They love each other. And that goes, you know, a long, long way.
0: Yeah, I mean, Sark talked a little bit uh, in an ESPN article earlier this week about he just didn't feel he had complete buy-in. He said that other other places last year. Mm-hmm. And he feels like he's moving more towards that now, that everybody in the locker room he feels is bought in to a level that, that they need to be. And, and, you know, he probably wants more from them, uh, yeah. but at least he feels like he's going that direction. You mentioned depth. Uh, Brian, and I want to say a programming note real quick. I'm I'm really happy about this. Uh, Every Monday uh, this fall after a game, Brian and I are going to sit down for something we're going to call lunch with the coach. Uh, I got the name from when I used to go to lunch with the coach at the University of Texas when David McWilliams was the coach. We'd go over to to, uh, the tower, and he'd have a group of people in there. Uh, and uh, sit down and he would just talk football with the students. So we're going to call it lunch with the coach, and it's coming every every uh, Monday this fall. Hey, Brian, you mentioned that depth. Uh, some of the things we obviously looked at were the quarterbacks, the wide receivers, all those freshman offensive linemen. And you mentioned just now about um, having more options, and you mentioned Brennan Thompson as one of those potentially, right? Mm-hmm. Um Talk about what you're talking about when you say more options altogether on offense.
1: Last year just seemed like you know, it was Bijan, and Xavier, and and uh, Jordan, and and when Whittington went down, it, then it became a two man show, and uh, you know everybody in the stadium knew what we were trying to do with the football, but you know Sark still was very very successful getting it done uh, with what he had, but you know now I see you know two or three tight ends that I think are going to be very dangerous, very lethal, move the chains type guys. Uh, Brennan Thompson taking the top off of it. Tyreek Milton looked fabulous the other night. Savion Red, I'm really impressed with him. Um, I'm not giving up on the whole 21 personnel. They didn't show anything last uh, Tuesday or on Tuesday, but uh, I I see him as a guy that could go into a 21 personnel package and and do some things there. you know whether it happens or not, I don't know. But he's got the he's got the body top. He's got the skill set to to do that. Um, I just see more options. Yes, we need another receiver or two to step up to grow up. Um, you know whether it's O'Meary, uh be, be becoming healthy, um, Casey Kane, you know stepping up and and uh, really you know improving and, and taking his game to another level. And that's where you I go back to the crisis thing. Through crises, through things like this, suspensions, injuries, you have to have somebody, one or two guys, elevate their game and step in. You know that whole next man up deal is 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 there, and it's it's a mantra, but it's it's really an opportunity for those guys to take the reins and take it up to another level, and uh, it's, it's their opportunity to do that.
0: Um, you know that uh, couple things uh, we we talked about uh, with the quarterbacks on uh, Tuesday, what was your overall takeaway on those guys? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.
1: You know, I really wish I I could watch film for about two hours and and really analyze and evaluate it. It's, it's difficult sitting up the stands. We're watching drill work. We're watching pass hole. We're watching one-on-ones, you know, we're seeing some, a lot of situational stuff going on in the field. Um, You know, going back to seven on seven stuff that, that first thing that catches my attention. I mean, there's very few places to throw the ball out there. A lot of times quarterbacks either held on to it, or there were a lot of throw, uh, uh, pass interceptions during the seven on seven portion. And, you know, you got linebackers. They're not playing run. They're, they're bailing out playing pass. You got safety sitting on things. You got corners sitting on things. And the, the quarterback in, in the offense, they're running the offense to execute in a normal Rhythmic fashion, right on schedule, and seven on seven has like most people know it out. You know, high school seven on seven with the quarterback's got four seconds to throw the ball. He's patting it eighty five times before he sells one deep down the side. And you know, the defense has no chance in the true seven on seven that most people know. But when you get to seven on seven and an offense is trying to execute on schedule, it's very very difficult. So. I'm not worried about the throws that were made in tight coverage or interceptions or deflections that became an interception. That That's not a real concern. I mean, you get a team situation and you got play action pass and you got linebackers having to play run and pass. You got safeties having to play run and pass uh, outside backers playing run and pass. The nickel guys got to play run and pass it. Those seams, those areas get opened up a whole lot more in the passing game.
0: Yeah. And that, that is fair. And I think that, that, uh, You know, not everybody takes that into account when they're watching a practice uh, like a coach would. Right. I mean, we're uh, a lot of people are just watching the game, watching, you know, well, he got picked off there. That play was was uh, late or a guy dropped the ball or what have you. Or, um, you you know, talk a little bit about what they both bring, though, uh, in your opinion, uh, from uh, from the quarterback position, because I think you saw things that you liked in both of them.
1: Yeah, I, I I think Card's got a better handle of the offense. Um, he's more fleet-footed. Uh, he's he's faster. He's probably more athletic overall. Even when we watched him run sprints at the end, you know, he he wins a lot of the sprints. Uh, he's he's a step faster than than yours is. Um, the ability of yours for the ball to come out the way it comes out and spin the way it spins. Uh, is uncanny. It's 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 uh, pretty cool to see in person. Um, he's, uh, he, he's 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 going to be good. Um, whether he's the starter uh, week one or or next year, whenever it is, um, he, he he's he's just a pure passer. The ball comes out, and then of course when he throws the deep ball, it splashes down right where it's supposed to every time. And I, his deep ball penetrates it. It gets there. It doesn't hang up. You know, like maybe some deep balls we saw last year from our quarterback. Um, it gets there and it splashes down. And very few times does he overthrow a deep ball. And that's what you you want. You don't want the ball overthrown. You want it – if it's underthrown, it's fine as long as they leave it outside.
0: Got it. Um, You, you know, Brian, it, Texas was starting uh, uh, two true freshman offensive linemen uh, on uh, – on, over the weekend – or on Tuesday, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you see, not only from those guys that started, but from the second string guys that you like, dislike? What What do they need to work on? That sort of stuff, from just from what you saw.
1: I, I like the way – their body types, they're big, they're strong. They don't look out of place. Uh, they don't look like freshmen. Um, they, they're athletic. Kelvin Banks is athletic and is going to be a great left tackle for us, hopefully, for three or four years. Um, you know, the guards, uh, DJ Campbell look, look good, look strong. Cameron Williams is a beast. Um, it's probably just a matter of time, uh, with him. Um, I think all of them, what I saw is just the, the youth in them probably is that finishing, finish the play, finish the block, give me another two tenths, three tenths of a second and, and finish what you started. And, um, that's probably the biggest thing is just, Having that dog mentality of finishing.
0: Yeah, they're young. I mean, this is the first time they've really seen guys that can do that can compete, truly compete against them, right?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um Cam Williams, pretty big guy, huh?
1: He's a monster. He's huge. <laughs> yeah.
0: I couldn't believe that. first time I saw him, I was like, that's just not that can't be true.
1: Yeah, that's that's uh, impressive.
0: Yep. Yeah. Hey, um uh Brian, what did you think about the defense?
1: I thought they uh, played well. It looks like our defensive line is, is attacking a little more than we have or than we did last year, uh, and I like that. I like attacking the line of scrimmage. That was always our style of play is attack, not necessarily get upfield, attack the line of scrimmage. If it's run, you know, play play on the heels, the heel line of the, the offensive line. If it's pass, then, of course, get upfield and, and rush the passer. Um, you know, just pad level is still not where it needs to be with the defensive line, but that's expected this early in the season. Um, the, that, that'll settle. What we always talked about was the offensive linemen and defensive linemen, they got to let their pads settle in, and it's still way early for, for the pads to be settling in. So that pad level will improve. Um, I liked the pass rush we were getting both from inside and outside. You know we make a lot of our edge rushers, but if we can rush the passer from – the A and B gaps, that's the most lethal form of pass rush you can have. You know, you, you take an Aaron Donald-type guy, and he can totally disrupt any quarterback in the NFL. And uh, we got guys in there that can do that, uh, combine that with some edge guys, and, uh, you know, we'll be fine.
0: Yeah, um, interesting thought process here. Uh, Eric Nalin, the publisher of Inside Texas, are he wrote a, a post-game thing a little bit, and he used the term, Bijan was carving it up. Yeah, he. he I, I thought that was a great way to put it, right?
1: Yeah, he. Wow, I mean, I've seen him play in person a handful of times, and and I, he he looks better this year than, than he has you know the last couple of years. He's he looks healthy, he looks strong, uh, he's shifty, he's fast, he can catch the football. Um, you know, he, he's going to have a big big year as long as he can stay healthy.
0: What did you think of those tight ends? You mentioned you liked them. Uh, any, anyone particular? How did they look blocking? Anything that you picked up on that you that you uh, liked or disliked, anything like that?
1: I think, first of all, you know, I don't know the, the true mentality of those guys. I don't know them personally or anything, but they look like just great teammates. You know, they do it all. They, they fit in the run game. They fit in pass protection. They catch the ball. Uh, they're they're motioning constantly from out to in and in to out and across. Um, you know they've got a lot on their plate and, and it looks like to me um, they bought into what what we're asking them to do. Um, Jatavian Sanders gonna be incredible. He he looks so good. I mean his body has filled out and uh, he he looks like he's a junior or senior college. Uh, Billingsley is going to be a tremendous target. I love – Juan Davis is active. I like I like what I see out of him. Um, so, I think we're very, very deep at the tight end position. And, look, you know, we may have lost a guy that can take it over the top. There's other ways to win football games. You know, first thing you do is move the chains. Second thing you do is, is, is get the thing down the red zone. And when you get in the red zone, you find a way to score. So, you know, we don't need to win by throwing, you know, 60, 70-yard – passes just to score touchdowns we can win in other ways whether it's running game whether it's getting the balls to the tight ends rpos shots to to uh xavier you know letting a Brennan thompson take it over the top a time or two or at least the threat of that which opens up stuff underneath so uh there's other ways to win football games guys are going to step up and uh, sark's going to adjust to what he's got to do and and uh, we're going to be just fine
0: you know we talked uh, before practice uh a Little bit, and we talked about whether or not, uh, uh Sark a, a, after the injury actually following Nayor, we talked about whether or not, uh, they would move uh, Whittington some outside. Mm-hmm. And I think we saw a little bit of that, right? Um, and I, I think that what, why did he do why, why do you because you mentioned it, why do you think that's important?
1: I think, um, yeah, first of all, we saw Jordan, you know, he started the the practice and the scrimmage I think at, at X and uh, you know, and then we thought we had a beat on him and then no, you don't. I mean, you just, you can't get a beat on these guys. And that's what, that's the beauty of it. I mean, Whittington's at X, he's at, he's at slot. He's, he's out wide. He, and then all of a sudden, you know, Xavier's into the boundary and he's at X and, and all of a sudden Brennan Thompson's here and, you know, Xavier Z- and Red and, and Tyreek Milton are there. You just can't get a beat on them and the, and, they have an uncanny ability to to teach these guys all these positions, and probably still keep it simple enough to to let them go play, and and that's what I'm impressed about. You know, he's gonna he's gonna scheme them to to get them open and get them the football.
0: Yeah, and you'd think that's harder to do with college kids, right? Because pros they're they're working on it every day of the week. You know, that's mm-hmm. a. <laughs> that's their yeah. living right they, they yeah. don't have any calculus homework <laughs> they don't yeah. have to study sociology go to exactly. kinesiology class there it is going
1: to, going to labs and, and all that good stuff so. yeah, it, yeah. It's,
0: it's difficult to teach those guys at that same level and get out of them what you want to get out of them and that's one of the reasons why experience worthy's been a year and they've been more in the system now it allows mm-hmm. sark to do a little bit something different right
1: yeah no doubt no doubt so um I'm not sure. If we we've talked about Whittington, but probably not near enough. He stays healthy. He's he's such a competitor. His body looks great, and um, he's a tremendous leader. Make plays with his hands. Make plays with his feet. And um, getting the football. Get get Xavier the football. Get Bijan the football. Get the tight ends the football. Take one over the top to Brennan, Tyreek, Sabian. I mean, there's plenty of weapons out there. Way more weapons than we had last year.
0: Yeah, I, I talked to, I, you know, Marcus Washington was uh, probably the number two receiver at the end of the year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now I think that you could look around. Jordan Whittington is definitely in, in that category when he's healthy. Uh, but then you, you have guys like Casey Kane that I think is just as good as Marcus Washington was a year yeah. ago. But then you had Tyreek Milton, who I think can help. Uh, Brennan Thompson's definitely, I mean, we talked about it. There are track guys whose speed doesn't translate. His speed yeah. translate. I mean, well, he's, he, was, he was open deep on two big ones.
1: He's one of those guys we used to talk about. He can, he can turn off the lights and get in bed before it gets dark. I mean, he's fast.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, overall, I, we're, we're going to be closing out here, but speaking with Brian Irwin, uh, head, uh, former head football coach, two-time state championship uh, coach. Brian, uh, overall thoughts, not necessarily on the practice, uh, but what fans should be thinking of as they hear who the quarterback's going to be, what you what you would take that forward and how to how to really think about it as a fan from a coach's perspective. Right. Like what would you be yeah. telling the fans? hey, You know, these guys have been doing work behind the scenes that you haven't seen. Yeah. We can talk about who does the best, but really the coaching staff and the, and the players are really no best than any fan. Yeah. does, Right.
1: No doubt, uh, the coaches putting in 18 plus hours a day, watching video, watching every step. I mean, the way video is today, you know, it's even at the high school level. I mean, we, we could see every step of every snap, of every rep, of every drill, of every segment of practice. And you, you analyze all of that and you break it down and they've got the statistics and the data to back that up. Um, that, that uh, complements all that all that stuff they're looking at. So uh, they know what they're looking at. They know who's, who's got better command of the offense. They know who is maybe a little bit better of a leader. Uh, and, uh, you know, who's, who they can count on week one to, to get the job done heading into the early part of the season. So uh, we got to trust. I guess that's the, the answer you're looking for is we have to trust. We have a head coach that is the, one of the broadest office coordinators' minds in America, college or pro game. And we have to trust that he knows what he's doing and he's going to play the right guy. And he's seen way more film and video and practice um, than than we do. So um, ours you know, are just opinions. His is uh, based on true data and uh, true observations.
0: What do you say to people they, 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 uh, the CK, uh, Hudson card last year, he kind of did not, he did not play well, uh, at times, uh, got some happy feet. What do you say to people that, oh, that that's what they remember yeah. of, of Hudson card? Um, what do you, what do you say to that? I mean, as a coach, well, is he going to just do it again? Uh, that's what fans think. He's just going to do it again. He's not improved. Talk, talk us through that thought process as
1: a coach. The maturation process, you, you don't know who, who's going to get it and who's not, but what you hope for is he's, gonna, he's developed, he's grown, he's matured, he's seen some of the bad stuff, um, and the game's slowing down for him, and that's what it's all about is when they get to the point where the game slows down a little bit for him and they can they can execute. Just, just because he looked frazzled last year doesn't mean he's going to get frazzled this year you know he's he's a year older he's he's smarter um you know it's the past does not equal the future it's what we used to always say the past is not equal future guys are going to grow guys are going to mature trust the head coach trust the coaches and um they they're going to play the best player bottom line is There's no pockets in the front of those football pants. They're not playing the guy that's got the most money or got the biggest house at home. They're going to play the best football player at each position because there's no front pockets in the front of those football pants.
0: (laughs) All right. Brian Irwin, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, uh, Very good discussion, I think. Uh, This has been an Inside Texas production of On Texas Football. Uh, Brian, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon, bud.
1: All right. Thank you, Bobby.